the wake of a long and terrible war, our story awakens. With a future that is challenged by evil forces and tempered by powerful magic, a world struggles to find its destiny. A destiny which you now find yourself a part of, as the prophecy has foretold. These are the savage tales of Eberron. Now, settle in and prepare yourself for the thrilling adventures of our brave crew as they seek to make their own fate on this week's episode of Mourners of Lazar. Hi everyone, I'm Ellie playing Captain Dana. I'm Michael with Torlight. And Ernesto with Truco. I am Ian playing Patch for the first time. And I'm your Dungeon Master, Philip. Welcome to the Savage Tales of Ebron, the Mourners of Lazar campaign. As you heard, we have a guest player coming in this week of Ian, playing Patch. Uh, welcome to the thank group. You, thank you. And That's a new yeah. voice. Very <laughs> mysterious. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, we'll just jump in tonight like usual. Um, this is a question for our regulars here. Have for the background question, have you ever been conned or robbed? And how did that happen? Well, look, fellas, I was 16 years old and on my own when I went straight from the middle of nowhere in Northern Seer to Metrol. I had uh, I had no one with me. I had 50 Galifars in my pocket and clothes on my back. And uh, that was about it. You know, that was... Uh, and uh, that was when I got uh, turned down trying to join up with uh, the Syrian army, with the regulars. I, mean, I was only 16. I told them a story. They didn't buy it. They said, you're too young, get lost. And uh, while I was trying to figure out what to do next, because that was my whole plan for coming to Metro, uh, this fella who had been uh, hanging around outside the barracks told me that if I paid him 200 Galifars, he'd get me some forged papers and I'd have no trouble whatsoever as long as I found a different recruiter. And, uh, well, being 16 years old and from the middle of nowhere and in Metro for the first time, I told him, sorry, I only have 50 Galifars. And oh, he, he said that was fine. You know what? He'd make me a deal. And if I came back the next day, uh, he'd have my papers. Um, you know how this story goes. I never saw him again. And <laughs> so the day after that, I went straight to the House Deneth compound. Uh, they're not always too picky, especially they weren't during the war. So, well, I guess in some ways I can thank that man who said he'd get me forged papers, because if he had gotten me forged papers, I'd have joined the army in House Deneth, and if I hadn't joined House Deneth, I'd never have met Moz, and uh, probably wouldn't be here with you guys today either, because I, I don't see myself having uh, gotten out of Seer before the morning. Had I been with the regulars, I know most of them didn't make it, so I guess in a weird way, <laughs> I owe that fella a bit of a debt that 50 Galifars wouldn't be able to repay. Well, in my case, when I was... Uh... Getting out of the prison camps in Seer, they put me on a lightning rail back to Sharn. That was the destination that I had chosen uh, after a few stops on the way. And 
There were promises that there would be restitutions made for some of the time that I had missed with some of the uh, veterans departments there in, in the big city. And so off I went and uh, after getting off the lightning rail there, I landed there in the entry to Sharn and Tavik's landing. And it was getting towards late at night. The House Orion conductor, he had scheduled uh, a sky coach to come and pick me up and take me to where I needed to go in Upper Memphis. And well, I was waiting and I was waiting and I was waiting. And then the entire arrivals area had cleared out and eventually the sky coach came and so i got in and i introduced myself and the the man there said his name was halimar and he'd get me to where i was going to but there was just this uh this problem up in the uh the upper towers and he knew this shortcut that would get us there a little bit quicker and so off we went down through lower tarix landing dark through the alleyways and uh some of the <clears throat> in-betweens of the towers and uh, it seemed like forever and we finally after a very long time got to Upper Memphis and boy Alamar turned to me and said for the convenience he'd charge me several Galifars and this was outrageous to me but uh, there was no way around it he said and that I would just have to pay otherwise I would be taken to some of the guards there. So, if I ever go back to Shard, say a hundred years from now, I'm sure I'll meet this man's son or his grandfather, and I'll know not to trust him. I mean, there is a, a lot of un, untrusty people out there, let me tell you. Um, I'm certainly not one of those. Uh, I'm a trusty fellow that everyone can count on to do the right thing and the most honest thing possible but maybe that's not the story i want to tell uh i want to in reinterpret or maybe take the question to another way because when you grew up without having things you don't tend to get people taking things from you it usually happens the opposite so in that regard i now happens to me to tell the story of the first time I tried to steal things from someone. And I remember being uh, a young lad uh, of some was 10, 11-ish years old. And I remember walking through the streets of Metrol, the lower parts, of course, uh, whenever there isn't that many guards. And I remember seeing this big fellow, this like hobgoblin, just walking around with this big stack of like in his in his belt like a big pouch of what i'm guessing was a big sum of galifers running around like he was he was really exposing it like really showing that he had such a good amount of money and i couldn't resist i knew that money could buy me stuff and i wanted to get stuff so uh i just follow him uh, one street, two streets, like just trying to sneak my way through, trying to feel myself being as stealthy as possible, uh, getting into an alley, the, I see the, the hobgoblin, then turning into the, to the right, into an alley, and then just finding my way. This is my moment. There is nowhere there. I can just go quick, take it out, and just run away. And whenever I do that, I just place my hand on the pouch, and the hobgoblin immediately takes it and just see me. And 
watch me at the eyes just takes me lifts me up to his side height and tell me hey boy i could see you for many streets before many streets back that's no way of stealing things okay let me show you and in this back alley uh, the org starts uh taking me lessons of pickpocketing it was like really awesome that things that i hold to this day just like you know, try to make no i still feel your hand you need to be more discreet you need to be more agile and then i have this free lesson a lesson of free pocketing that got me a stuff laser <laughs> thanks to it and uh, yeah i never got the name of this hobgoblin but i'm really thankful for it so uh yeah if you ever been kind of robbed I will say the opposite. I was taught how to con and rob uh, and free. So I technically rob this guy of his expertise. So that counts to an answer. Nice. Thank you for that. Um, so last week's recap. <sighs> well, as we were preparing to wrap up business at Rickety Squibs with the ship almost ready to set sail, when you know what, I woke up and it was the 20th of Olaroon. Uh, for us Sirens, that's the anniversary of the day of mourning. That's the anniversary of the day uh, all of us lost whatever we had left. And, but you know what? This year it had to be a day like any other. And, and it was. Truco got himself up to trouble. Um, I, I took care of my work for the day, going to check on the ship, make sure she was ready to sail to the next day. Got down to work over the logs and ledger. Um, Torlin was going to have a nice relaxing day, and then he uh, found Russ wasn't waking up, found him in quite a strait. Seems he's uh, come down with a nasty bout of troll fever. Miss Quinn thinks he'll pull through, but, well, we've loaded him onto the ship and... Hopefully we'll be able to get him somewhere better than Rickety's for that kind of thing. Anyways, like I said, it was a day like any other, and then we had dinner, uh, swapped some stories about, um, about Seer, gave a toast. Um, Truco's uh, grief he'd been trying to run from all day finally caught up to him. And then Torlin said, hey guys, I might be able to uh, help you get some closure. He took us out to the graveyard, and uh, I don't know when the old man <laughs> started doing this one, but he called up a ghost and just uh, started asking it questions. He asked it about Truco's old friend Lancia. He asked it about my old friend Vala. He'd never heard of either of them, didn't know anything about them. And then it told us that no one who died in the morning has passed through Dolor yet. I really didn't know what to make of that. I uh, I had a bit of a moment of my own complimentary of Truco's, though I, I left him and twirled him just for that, though I'm afraid some of the crew saw me in a bit of an embarrassing state on my way back up to my room. Um, and then, then it was the next day. It's time to set sail at last. Uh, Free Captain Gaius, that fellow who showed up unannounced and uh, we'd quite gotten off on the wrong foot, Wanted to want to make things right. He asked if he could christen the new ship, new as it were, and thought that was a very good, very good uh, gesture. And wouldn't you know it, somehow that son of Kyber had found a bottle 
of wine from a Syrian vineyard to christen the ship with. I thought it was to drink at first, but anyways, setting the ship off right's as good a way as any. Uh, he, he's a smooth one, that Captain Gaius. Uh, Torlin, he doesn't really like thrains, but I'm sure he'll come around eventually. He'll uh, Gaius is going to be a good person to have on our side. I can feel it. Anyways, with that, the, the crown and bell was christened. We made sail for Cliff Scrape, and, uh, well, here we are. Let's see what tomorrow holds, huh? Thank you for that. And um, so, so you guys have been at Cliff Scrape about two, three days now. It is, what is it, the 25th of Olorun? You got to Cliff Scrape on the 22nd. Um, what I want to know is, so, of course, there's a couple things that you guys were up to. One was looking for some crew to fill some holes, um, to fill up the rest of the basic crew, at the very least, um, as well as to find a job takes you to Regalport, because that was the next place that you were wanting to head to, correct? Um, so you had a couple days. Who's who's the main one kind of like in lead of, of trying to do which? Who was helping, looking for people, um, and also trying not to be seen in the process as well, but helping, <laughs> looking for people. Is there a, a sizable dwarven contingent here in this settlement? Because I think that Torlin might be helping everybody navigate the culture and uh, a little bit there. Yes. In fact, actually, Cliff Scrape is largely built vertically on a whole cliff side, right? Um, it's about a two, three hundred foot cliff. Uh, there's a couple docks, north docks and south docks. Um, and as well as being vertical, almost kind of like in a sense like Shorn, there's some lifts, not magical lifts so much, but there are um, crane lifts that go up and down it. Um, but there's also like deep tunnels dug into with shops and stuff like that that come out to balconies and precipices um, and cliff scrape. Um, so it's certainly very vertical. Churko, I'm sure most of your time was spent down mm. on the lower end of town, more towards the docks whatnot. Um, the largest population here, as far as race is concerned, is dwarf and orc. Um, and then there's still a large contingent of other people. They don't, uh, but between the two of them, they make up the majority of the population. So if uh, if Truco is heading up recruitment and HR, uh, host help us all. Good job, Truco. I believe in you. Um, I, I will uh, take point on finding us a job that takes us to Regalport and also want to have uh, made sure that I send a letter back to Rickety Squibs uh, making an inquiry about that friend of mine before the Howl of the Wolf leaves port. Okay. Um... So, uh, who wants to take the lead on finding crew? Is that you, Torlin, or is it Truco? As I said, I was helping. I don't know if someone else is okay. helping me with that. But... So it sounds sure, like Torlin. I'll take the lead. All right. So if you We're want going. to, um, how are you supporting Truco? Just through networking and. Uh, yeah, networking, just like uh, in the tavern, just talking to people individually, trying to convince him, to convince them to like join the crew, maybe embellish some of our previous encounters in a more like uh, we were just single-handedly took um, this shape, and we like we are like, the toughest of the toughest, and 
yeah, maybe have some time to uh, find, I don't know, people to, to flirt with as well. Just trying to help, but at the same time trying to get a benefit from myself. That sort of stuff. Helping, but at the same time. Is there any glory we can accumulate while we're in Cliff Scrape? There was a... Torlin did not tell anything of uh, you guys' attack on the trolls if you wanted to make that happen. Oh, we can do that. Yeah. There you go. We saved uh, the nearest the nearest uh, allied or friendly port of call from trolls. There you go. Yeah. What'd you say, my uh, Torlin? You want to just show up at a tavern and Oh, uh, it could be it'd be a possibility. Yeah. I've been here. I know some place. Possibility. Does that mean that's something you would do? Yeah, we'll go and check out what the the nearest tavern is, and I'm looking for one that's dwarven run. Uh, I've missed the old parsimonious culture here, and I want to get myself at the the bad end of a <clears throat> a well negotiated deal with the tavern keeper. You know, are there are there mostly freeholders around here, or are they clan dwarves? Uh, mostly freeholders. Yeah, the well, dwarves here are a bit, uh, let's just say, difficult to interact with. But yeah, oh, you, I, you've I, been I, here before, then, huh? I have been. Well, I have been. But well, yeah, they always say that. that the the clans, you know, they're the they're the best purveyors of goods and services, and the freeholders are always a little bit uh, beneath them. But uh, we'll see if that holds up. Let's see. So we are going to go through this part. Uh, Fairly quickly. Yes. Um, so, um, I'll let you make a glory roll first, Torlin. Somebody can support you. I will, certainly. Um, just, again, uh, as Torlin is probably telling this like story of how we fought the trolls um, on Rickety Squeeves, um, uh, I will help uh, just uh, demonstrating our uh, actions and uh, being a bit acrobatic around the tavern, um, making people interested uh, whenever I see people turning away. And, and kind of a more, I would say, performative, but also athletic, but I would say more performative. Okay. And Rosie Cuswell will be playing her fiddle to accompany you on that. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, very good, okay. Rosie. So go ahead and make a performance roll. Oh, he looked at she aces. Aces again. Ooh, that's a 15 from Rosie. Oh, she Rosie likes hasn't the tale had of the a trolls. proper crowd in a while. She's on fire. Yeah. yeah uh, so go, go ahead and make my... a performance roll. Yeah, but it will be untrained in my case. So that's a D4 minus two. I need to reach. That's never stopped you before. No, that's never stopped you. And that's three. That's two aces with an eight. Oh. So that's uh, success with the race. Success good with the for race. Untrained. So that is a total of plus plus two from Truco, plus two from Rosie. So Torland's at a plus four. Um, um, you get another. That's quite a tempo you're keeping Rosie there. See if I can keep up. And you get another plus three from the scale of the tail. Okay. Uh, what about my bardic stuff? That includes that you're, the fact that you're a bard. Very good. So performance. Plus seven. All right. And uh, that's an 11. Should I go for higher or is that all that, that matters? Uh, you only get one raise on this. All right. 
I'll keep that. So roll me a 2d6. That's a seven. Seven. So the three of you can you collect can use seven Benny more on glory them? points. Or not. You can use Benny's, I mean, on the glory roll. Out of curiosity. I don't remember. Yeah, I've let you do that in the past. Okay, Okay. yeah, we'll spend some Benny's on it. We'll burn through your Benny's early. That's uh, a ten. We'll keep that. Yeah, that's good. Okay. So the three of you get an extra ten points of glory. That'll put you to the next tier, but we will deal with that later. Nice. So start looking at what you want to pick up for your second glory edge. All right. Since all of you have, you'll have over 40 glory. So that was plus 20 or plus 30? Plus 10. Okay. Plus 10 glory. Okay. Um, and Truco, give me a uh, persuasion check to support Torlin and trying to find more crew. All right. Uh, let me check persuasion. That would be at the four. Not that much persuasive. Uh, that's a five. Okay. Plus one on a on a networking roll for you, Torlin. All right. Now networking, you can um, spend some money on it as well for potential bonuses. Yeah. Do you want to? Uh, how how much would I expect to spend to, you know, how much would I expect to spend to grease palms? around these parts. These dwarves are, are misers, you know. Uh, give me a common knowledge roll, then. That's a six. A common knowledge. Six. Um, you would think over the course of a couple days doing it, I mean, you'd probably need to spend, um, to get moderate help, uh, about 25 Galifars, you know, twice that to get more help. Done. 25 Galifars. It's pretty much what I've got for sure leave, but uh, we need us some good craftsmen and uh, the freeholders will have to do. So, yes, I'll spend 25 Galifars. Okay, so make a persuasion check with a plus two. Uh, and am I known as a bard? Yes, you would be. Since you told a tale of glory and stuff like that, it's kind of passed around town a little bit. How about give you uh, heroic status? Does that make any difference um, plus one to initial rules uh, when dealing with civilized races with whom he has a generally positive reputation uh, to persuasion and networking roles sure I'll give you that as well so you got a plus four to the roll all right Ooh, problem with okay. these edges is you gotta announce them every time you want to use them all right that's a 14. That's 14, success with a raise. Okay. Um, now, Dana, give me... Uh, you're also making networking role as well to try and find work. Same okay. thing applies. Do you want to spend some money around to try and grease some palms and see if that helps? That seems counterintuitive to looking for a job. So, okay. no, I'm not going to spend any money on it. Um, and what... We'll see this. What crew member would you like help from trying to get work? Oh, uh, let me pull up the roster real quick here for the crew. Um, I, you know what? Since this is uh, this is is this home turf for for Tamroth? No, she comes from. Uh, okay, I was thinking of someone else then. Um, in what, that case, for someone, what the who, Port Cres is on. She's originally right. a Cloud Reaver. 
Right. Yeah. So in that case, for someone who is sort of more or less closest to local, I'm going to take Shastrin with me. Okay. Um, I think this will work out well. Yes. Yes, it will. Um, so he, you, you find during the time that he's out and around with you, um, he seems to be spending, um, he spends more time chatting with you and trying to get to know you better um, and, and looking at you rather than talking with locals and stuff like that. So he doesn't really seem to actually help you out much in the way that you were kind of hoping. Um, and he's he's definitely like trying to flirt with you and, uh, you know, get to know you better and everything. He rolled a three, so got no help there. No, that's just so. Uh... For this check, you are at a minus three. A minus three. Just yes. for reference, uh, Shastron is the guy you use uh, the love interest one card of them. on. One, of, one them, yeah. of them. One of the many. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that okay. would be that would be a four, but I'm charismatic, so I'm going to fish with my free reroll. I'll plug in, actually, plug in better rolls we'll, here. Won't we'll work month. on it when you reroll it. Adding it's not going to work. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, all right. I'll one just, of those uh, core there. Gotta watch out for that silver tongue. Uh, that is worse. Uh, you know, I'll, I'm at a four. I'll spend one Benny on it. That's another four. It's a, it's a four, fellas. Okay. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, so like I said in the start, you guys have been in Cliff Scrape for two or three days, and you guys have been pounding the streets, doing some work, things like that. Um, on the 25th, it's the evening of the 25th of Olorun. Um and it's it, it's a cold gray night out in Cliff Scrape. You know, rain's drizzling quite a bit, um, and you're in uh, the Lazy Board, uh, a place that Truco knew about and used to frequent. That's down by the South Docks, um, and you you three are like you're very kind of deep in your cups right now. Um, you all are very melancholy. Um, it's just things are just bad, right? Um, and you, you guys' mood is really kind of bad in this way. And what I want to know from you three is, why are you melancholy? You know, what's what's the tale of woe that you're sitting here sharing at this table with your other shipmates? Are we are all in this tavern? Are oh, we all? Yeah, all three are in tavern. Okay. I have a long face, Truco. <laughs> I'm, I mean, it's been... Uh, a lot of time here, I mean, I quite, I mean, I have to say, it's, Cliff Scrape is a great place, but um, I do have to be quite uh, careful with my surroundings because I don't have the greatest acquaintances here. Um, so, yeah, it's been quite, just trying to not be seen, but at the same time trying to find people is quite quite, quite a weird combination, if you if you understand. Uh, I don't know. We haven't seen much money opportunities also in these couple of days, so that's also way to be sad. No, we haven't. Uh, even if you've had luck finding some crew, I haven't had much luck getting work to pay them with, and uh, I'm still, yeah, I'm still a bit worried about Russ, though he seems to be doing better. Uh, I'm so frustrated, Truco. I, I thought. 
that guy from Rickety's, you know, he knows the area, he knows the place, would help me find a lead on some work, but he just kept chatting me up the whole time. Man can't focus. Really? I mean, men can be focused as well as any other any other type of people, but no, that, depends, that on, so depends on man. who that is surrounded. Man, Trugo, All right. Man. All right. So the melancholy the sets in deeper and really go to that personal story of woe. What's really, what's been going on with you personally that's just really messed up? Oh. I'll tell you, Truco, it feels like as soon as something goes right, it just, every more just keeps going wrong. We. We got ourselves a ship, and then some trolls killed a bunch of people at Rickety's who was just trying to help us. We killed the trolls, and and then Russ got sick. We got here thinking we're going to find work, and I got here thinking maybe I'll start to be able to find some of those folks that uh, that ghost of the old man's couldn't find for me. And, it just got me thinking, Truco. I, I want to see if some of my old friends are at least alive. If they'd even want to talk to me after I cut tail and ran on them. I, I have to say, I, I quite understand that feeling. Not even so, given what happened in the day, uh, celebrating or maybe just morning, the morning. It. Um, got me thinking about Lancia as well and and people that I knew and how I kind of want to owe, owe to them. I want to live up to what their expectations were of of me at the time, you know? And it's a, it's so fucking difficult because I don't I don't that I don't feel like that's my life, but whenever I was with them, I was living and I've been like escaping from things my whole life. And then when I got to this Hasrak game in the Metrol and they took me and I got, I was part of a group and I was part of something. I was part, I had an objective and I have many things to look forward to. And and then that, the whole thing crumbled to pieces in, in one single night. And, well, hold uh, on a moment. You keep on talking about this Lanzi as if it's the past tense, but didn't we just find out that uh, she hasn't passed through Dolor. Isn't that, that right? I, I don't know. I mean, that scares me off as well. I mean, if I, I if I get to meet her again, what would I say? What she will say? How will gonna interact now? It's it's such a difficult thing. Um, that's what Ruko is uh, yeah. on the on the Hello. bar, like also right. see you again. Start. I'm right there with you, with you, Truco, wanting to do right by those who aren't even with us anymore. And I, I think every day, you know, what um, if Mazella would be proud of me? And gosh, then the other day, I never mind. How, how are you doing, Torlin? Well, I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm a little bit confused and a little bit. Uh... I'm a little bit stressed out about this whole uh, Dolor thing, and 
Yeah, that was a bunch of Tribex shit that folks who died in the morning didn't pass on. That that can't be right. What do I do with that information? I feel like I'm uh, underbound to to spread that news to the world in some manner of form. How do you know that thing wasn't lying to you? Maybe it just didn't know it's I a li- It was a librarian. They never lie. <laughs> All right, so things are odd. When you guys entered the Lazy Board several hours ago, you guys were actually laughing and you were congratulating each other. You actually, that was kind of a shit job. You found work for you guys for to carry some transport to Regalport, Dana. Um, Torlin and Trugo, you've managed to pick up a few people, at least enough to fill up your crew to where you need it to be able to sail the bell, uh, the crown and the bell with a full compliment. Um, but now just a few short hours later, you know, you've been armed with better food and ale um, and you find yourself and your friends just seeped in this deep melancholy. Something feels wrong about this, kind of unnatural. But then suddenly the door bursts open, some rain kind of comes in and there's this seedy looking lass that comes in with this very eccentric gnome who's just sopping wet. And the two of them between them are just dragging this uh, third person who's bleeding viciously from a uh, wound in the thigh. His clothes are torn. um, And even in the dim light and stuff like that, you can see kind of chunks of meat and bone and the glint of bone coming through his leg. And then the last yells out, Holek, um, the barkeep, who's a half orc, it looks like it's almost passable for human, except for a slight greenish tint to his skin. And he goes, we need your help. And you just see him like go up to a table and, and the last just like throws everything off the table and just kind of like lifts the body up onto the table. Yeah, but what do you need? Uh, is, is there any, anything? I mean, where is Sandara? He, she might help with this. Sandara is not here right now. All right. Not sure where oh. she's at at the moment. Any recognition of these folks? Have we seen them around at all in the last three days? Um, no, you haven't. That doesn't matter to Dana. I will slightly drunkenly shove back my chair and hurry over and say, you need an extra set of hands? You need somebody to staunch the bleeding. Say is, glib. I question. just... Is, is this... Sorry, this orc is uh, his name is Olg, Holg. Holg, oh, yeah. Holg. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Listen to what he's, she's saying. Holg. It, it's it, it, she. She's quite capable. Uh, or she's yeah, great thinker. A, 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 he kind of look. You you see him go. Oh, I think there's a bit beyond my skills as well. I uh, I pull kind of I pull the little kerchief off from my neck just like shove down with both my hands on this guy's leg and and say don't you guys have a healer so the, the last kind of looks and he goes i don't even know him and she points to the gnome um she goes and holig's like it's like not even, this is a tavern not a surgery i, I mean in cliff scrape you fool and i point at the gnome and say you go get a healer oh i i i can definitely do that i'll be right back and I just take off 100% having absolutely no idea where I'm going, uh, but with full Wait. intention of, I, I I definitely am capable of doing this. Uh, I mean, he took it right away. That's that's right. I mean, uh, he certainly knows. I, I, I turn and I, I look I'll over give you ready for that, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> I look over at the woman and say, what happened? 
Um, well, <clears throat> first, it's very clear um, that there's a large amount of blood going on here that's coming mm -hmm. out. He's got a large gash in the leg. Um, uh, Hulk will assist you. He doesn't have a wild die. He can ace. Um, he rolls a two. Mm -hmm. He's not going to be very much help. You can see him kind of shaking a little bit, but he's trying to grab some cloth, and he's got a bucket of water. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. I do have something, and I will try to search in my box. I will search a potion of healing that I believe I have. Yeah. I, I, this, this is this is the good deal of my day of the day. I mean, I don't want to waste this potion, but I don't know for for whatever reputation that I need to have, uh, I will give it to you. Um, and I will uh, shove a potion of healing oh, wow. with his mouth. Right. Nice. <clears throat> um, okay. So, well, in that case, uh, you know, Dan, as you're getting ready to kind of do some work and stuff like that, you, you know, you sh shove the potion of healing. Which kind of potion of healing is it? Is a major. Major. One. Oh, oh wow. it's a major one. Okay. Yeah. I've just um, been pressing down on the wound, so I'm I've got blood squirted all up over me, not knowing what else to do. Um then you can see, you know, Truco just starts pouring this uh, down his throat. This is and, expensive, um, so hope it works. Oh yeah, you see almost immediately and stuff like that. Suddenly, you know, the blood is kind of staunched. And even over your hands, Dana, you can feel um the leg knitting itself together and the wound closing and healing, um, just leaving the, the barest of scars. Good job, Truco. Good job. Great. I will set for this gnome. I mean, he went to round uh, for, from, for the From medic. out front of the tavern, you guys just hear a bunch of random yelling, Hey, you! You, are you a healer? Cool. Hurry, come. Quick, quick. Wait, no. Why'd you lie to me? No, we need a healer. <laughs> Go find a healer. Did did he found a healing? I didn't. I couldn't understand. I don't know, mate. Trooper, why don't you go let that fella know that uh, that you've taken care of things? Okay. Okay. I walk outside and I see the normal thing. Hey, hey, come back. We're ready, we're ready to care of it. Um, we don't need a healer. We don't need one. Uh, maybe later, but not currently. First we did. Now we don't. Nobody can make up their minds. I, I I agree with you on that. I mean, we, but <laughs> can just come in. Oh, okay. Come on, legs. And as I go walking back in, there's this little mechanical spider that starts following me in. Ah, oh, that's so cool. Outside of character, of course. <laughs> well, and incidentally, it's not so little. It's, I mean, it's the size of a about a medium-sized dog. <laughs> no, sorry. Truco starts to like uh, try to stomp in it. Like, what is this? You have something with you. Look, you leave him alone, or we're gonna have problems. He's oh, my friend. Oh, sorry. Don't know. I didn't. I didn't want. I saw this, this spider. I mean, in the, with the night, I didn't saw it like it was metal and things. Okay. Okay. That's that's a new thing. It's okay. He's a good companion, aren't you, buddy? And I reach down and kind of like pet it, and it absolutely has zero reaction to me touching it. <laughs> um. So, so inside, you know, um, this guy that's on the table and stuff like that, he's, you know, got a couple days growth on him. He, his eyes really kind of open up. He stops, um, stops grunting and screaming and stuff like that. And he's, he just starts kind of looking around. 
Easy there. What happened to you? You're okay now. <clears throat> oh. Did his hair grow, just grow faster, Truco, with your healing potion? I've heard I don't of- know. And I, and I was, I was like pulling him from his rope and just like shoving him. Are you awake? You owe me money. And I was like <laughs> slamming him. You're going to have to work that off, my friend. Slamming him in the face. Well, at this moment, you're outside first a little bit. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, sorry. But I would the, the lady do that pipes if I had up. opportunity. Yeah, sorry. the lady pipes up and she goes, uh, me, me and Gleb were, was out by the rocks just past the south face and we heard what, what sounded like thunder, but but there wasn't no rain, no storm at the time. I mean, one's coming, but taint here yet, you see. So being the curious sort, we head up to the shore a bit more and see this little slope all crashed up on the shawls. Don't know why, didn't pull it into the docks proper like, but we saw some survivors swimming to shore, but but most was all cut up and bloody and didn't make it. We'd figure they'd been attacked by pirates or maybe there was pirates, who, who knows, I don't know. But maybe that's why they avoided the docks. This hmm. man's a pirate? No, 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 he's with me, you know, but we saw one kind of almost make it to the shore, kind of crawled right up and, um, was holding his hand for help and glib like the fool he is, went out to kind of go help him. And at the time, this big old shark came up, rose and bit him. Um, I yelled for Glib to kind of turn and run for him, but he got best swimmer, see? You know, and he got bit too. But I was able to drag Glib out, and uh, this, at this moment, you know, Truco and, and the Snome are coming back in. He goes, you know, this, uh, <clears throat> dragged him out here and ran here. This year, Gnome came out of the surf too, and I knew Hold here's stitched up a few cuts in his days as a Marine, so, uh, you know, asked him to help me get Glibby here. You know, there's a, you know, the wreck's still out there, not too far about there. You know, they could, uh, you know, might be able to rescue super fi- few survivors and might be able to get some goodies for, for those that didn't make it, eh? I'll, I'll check it out. Uh, well, lucky lucky for Glib here that my friend Truco um, had the right tools for the job. Captain Dana of the Crown and Bell, and I hold my hand out. Uh, she kind of looks, looks at Jut down. She shakes her hand and goes like, I mean, we best be getting. There's people dying out there. Yeah. <laughs> Truco's eyes light up and says, you say reward, right? Truco, you know. I'm sure uh, they have some money. Okay. Yes, let's go. Yeah, seems the night's not over, gentlemen. And I, uh, I strap my sword, you know, just secure my belt in place, get my hat back on. Uh, I'm covered in blood. Let's go. <laughs> So as I got into the tavern, I pulled out this little fan-like device, and it's got a little crank on it, and I started using the fan to help dry me in. Just as I get it out and I start this process, everybody's like, let's go, and starts walking towards, so... And I put it all back away and start following everybody. That thing was almost the size of you. What is that? How else is it supposed to dry me? Where did you put it? Where do you keep the thing? Oh, it's all good. There's many different pouches and pockets everywhere. That's why they call me Patch. Miss, um, I'm, I'm sorry, what? He's got a patchy coat of holding. No, no. It's like my beard. What did you say people call you? And I kind of lean down in the dark range to try to get a better look at his face. And well, as you like lean towards me to get a look, I lean towards you and I just go, Patch. <laughs> you were saying, Phil. Um, I mean, there's, it's already been called out that there's people dying in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Let's, I just, let's, I just shake go. my head and say, y- "You sure you're 
whatever. I just stay stay safe, Mister. Okay. I keep going. I mean, he can what? help us. He has a spider. Maybe that thing does <laughs> does something. So you all are kind of heading out, following uh, Lisa and Glib, since uh, Glib is quite well now, uh, <laughs> getting a major potion of healing. He's he's uh, good as new. Probably even better than that. Um, I saddle up next to Truco as I'm running behind him, trying to keep up with my stumpy legs. Truco, you know, uh, a life saved is a life owed. Perhaps you should try and get that man to do a stint of work aboard our ship, perhaps. If he's a man of honor, he'll he'll oblige. I wasn't planning on it, but sure, he holds me. He has (laughs) to do something. Keep running. So, um, you all had following... uh, Lisa and uh, Glib. No, they don't go too far. Um, the Lazy Board is on pretty much on the very south end of the current area of uh, Cliff's Creek. You know, it is raining and drizzling. There's some fog out and stuff. And you guys come out to Rocky Shore and you see there's a just a couple people on shore, uh, fairly destitute, but it is uh, very clear and obvious that about you can see about 30 yards offshore there's a, a wreck now that's mostly sinking down into the shore and you could see a bunch of shark fins up in the water and you could see people um in desperate straits um trying to survive trying to make it shore um trying to swim and all sorts of stuff here oh i hate to i hate to get my bone harp wet here but uh, perhaps a song will do the trick and help some of these poor souls swim to shore uh, and i'll pull out my bone harp and uh start to do a serenade to give them all an athletics boost uh they're not all going to be in range uh-oh 30 yards yeah well they're spread out quite a bit in the ocean some are struggling um the waves have pulled them away from the shoreline swim diagonally <laughs> are you all going to want uh well i guess that's the kind of the main question is um uh so this is this is a dramatic task to try and save people mm-hmm. uh, is how this is going to work you can go swim out and try and save people well i guess i should take a step back a little bit so Ian, dramatic tasks um <laughs> is uh, mechanic I really enjoy in Savage Worlds. It is a, um, if you ever kind of learned and figured out like skill challenges from fourth edition d d if you heard Matthew Colville talk about skill challenges, dramatic tasks are kind of like that. Okay. Uh, things will I happen actually use in- skill challenges in 5e, so. Yeah, so they'll, um, it will happen in rounds. However, each round is certainly not six seconds. Each round is more like, you know, there are minutes in length. Um, each success that you get, uh, in this case, will save somebody. Um, however, it's also clear that some of you probably will need to deal with the sharks because, um, and very, it's very obvious that uh, the sharks would probably kill all the survivors before you can save them if somebody doesn't try and distract and. Oh, oh Dane is going to kill some sharks. Yeah. Or fend off some sharks. So um, we will go through a number of rounds. Um, you know, most of this is if you're going to, you know, you're going to go out and swim to try and save somebody. It's an athletics check. You know, each success and a raise. 
will have you save somebody um, or you can try and fight off the sharks. Um, the obstacle to this is obviously they're underwater. So this is probably going to have to be going swimming out and doing some sort of fighting role um, mm -hmm. to deal with the sharks, unless you all can come up with something more creative than that. Um, well, the, my immediate thought uh, is uh, like uh, better, um, swim out with the rope to people and uh, and cast some protection on as many as I can touch and start trying to bring people in. I think Torlin will do something similar to what I proposed earlier. It's just uh, sing to you all and Glib and, and whatever her name was, uh, Lisa. Okay. Our new friend Patch. I will. Um, uh, so at the. Um, yeah, I'll let you go first, Torlin. Take care of that, and then we'll go into the first round. Okay, well, Torlin will begin a vigorous uh, crescendo on his bone harp, a serenade, uh, to boost everybody's athletics die. So this will be an additional recipients are the are Glib and Lisa going to be assisting in this at all? Uh, they're not interested in swimming out there. Okay, well, I suppose Glib has a chunky leg, so best he doesn't. Uh, all right, so just the four of us then. Yeah, yourself not included, so. I can boost myself. Yeah, you you get yourself for free. Oh yeah, so plus it's going to be three power points, so four total. It's going to be performance. What did? That'll be a seven. I'll give it one Benny. Try and get a raise. The seven. I'll keep it. What are you boosting? Uh, it's going to be athletics for swimming. Because I have shaked athletics. Um, <clears throat> so, certainly kind of on your turns, you're going to want to think narratively more than um, individual specific actions like you would take in a, in a regular turn. Because this, is, of course, is going to encompass minutes and whatnot. Um, so let me boost everybody's trait here and we'll deal out some cards. Now, just so you're aware as well, on a dramatic task, if the suit of your cards is a clubs, um, some sort of complication arises to be determined by me, um, that right. will provide, that will, uh, have a minus two effect on all your roles for the dramatic task for that round of the dramatic task. Makes sense? Are we playing with the uh, critical fail on the club's rule in effect? No, since so this is slightly different because okay. uh, each success is actually saving somebody or dealing with the sharks. Okay, cool. Also a tip, uh, Ian, if you right click on the fist uh, icon that is uh, on the top right side, uh -huh. uh, you can see the uh, turn ah, order. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, Torlin got a, a ten of diamonds. Truco got a seven of spades. Dana got the ten of diamonds, and uh, Patch got the four of clubs. You Just can spend. A, you can spend a Benny and have a different card drawn. No, I feel like that's fitting. Okay. My kind All of right. player. Um, Torlin, what are you gonna do? Well, uh. 
couple of brief interchanges with the other, and it sounds like I'll be swimming after some of the survivors and trying to help them onto the nearest rock jutting out of the shore. Okay. So All go right. ahead and make, a, make an athletics roll for swimming. Uh, that's a five. I'll give it to Benny. That's an eight. I'll keep. Nice. Nice. We got you. So you swim out and um, um, you find like the two closest people. There's lots of blood kind of like turning in the water, um, whatnot. There definitely lots of sharks swimming around, but you manage to grab a couple people um, and swim out to them and haul them back in. Uh, so you rescued two people, got them out of the water. Truco, what are you going to try and do? Uh, all right. Uh, Truco, I roll a, four, uh, a smart roll before because I wanted to know if Truco remind, remember that uh, sharks love blood, uh, but not enough that maybe he doesn't understand how that works, but he will still try it. And he, was, he will think to himself, I don't know why I'm being so altruistic today, but let's go. And I will uh, kind of cut myself as I'm entering the water in order to uh, expose some of my blood. Like, hopefully, will attract the sharks to myself, and I will try to um, play the uh, kind of ball uh, going to me and try to evade it and try to uh, sneak attack some of the sharks uh, as they are going towards me, or I'm going towards them, either case. Okay, I like that. So uh, make a fighting roll, and I'll give you a um, uh, I'll give you a plus two for that. Nice. Let me see the modifiers. Plus two, fighting. Let's go. That double ace. Some good numbers. That's an eleven. Yes. That should be right. The two's not in there, so that's actually a thirteen. Oh, I mean, I click on this. Okay, better yet. So that is a success with two raises. Want to keep that? Want to reroll? Ah, uh, why tempt the RNG gods? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Excellent. Well, Dana, what are you doing? Huh? Seeing Truco go in and uh, manage to attract a lot of the shark's attention, um, I'm going to dive into. Uh, to bring in the people he pulled the shark, he drew the sharks away from. And uh, narratively speaking, as I am running towards the shoreline and diving in, the uh, dragon mark on my face is starting to flare and light up. And as soon as I dive in the water and get my survivors, I'm going to cast Guardians Redirect on all of them, the ones I can grab with my hands. So I guess two plus myself. Well, we'll, we'll see how many you grab. Make an athletic yeah, We'll see how many I grab. Oh, yeah. Athletics, yeah? Yep. Okay. Ace on D6. It's a success with one range. It's not shabby. I'll go fishing anyways. Let's see what I can do. No, nope, we're sticking with the 10. Success with race. Okay. Excellent. Well, we will see how many people, see which people I should say. <clears throat> yeah, you grab you grab a couple ladies that are out in the water. And yeah, as um as I'm as I'm going out and grabbing them and 
calling them in that blue glow those sparks are like rising from around me and covering the surface of the water and around swirling around them okay spend the power points yeah that would and be four i believe yeah so about right patch what are you gonna do okay so seeing how true Truco has got up there and cut himself so he can get the blood flowing and he's attracting most of the shark's attention. I want to make sure he makes it out of here okay. So I'm going to run over to him and I grab this little device out of my bag and I slap it on his shoulder and I hit the button to activate it and it starts vibrating him to the point where it almost separates him out into two different people. I want to cast a blur on him. Okay, so uh, being a dramatic task Casting power like that isn't going to work quite the same way as normally would in, a, in sure. an encounter. Um, <clears throat> so I'll give you at this point, seeing everything that's going on quickly, um, that would not affect their dramatic task okay. for this turn. Which actually, incidentally, you could do since you have a clubs. You can choose not to do something for the round so you don't have the penalty in effect. So again, you're taking longer in terms of minutes rather sure. than rounds, right? And, and minutes is longer than uh, your deflection would normally last, anyways. Um, and so it's also kind of like, so what are you what are you looking to do during that like amount of time? Okay, so does that, does that uh, make more sense? Yeah, basically, what? So how does my uh, my homunculus work at this point? Does he work on my turn as well? Yeah, he does. Okay. But he also can't swim. Sure. Um, so yeah, uh, essentially I'm I'm going to have both me and uh, my homunculus provide from Shore's Edge uh, the support for Truco. Um, if anything's coming up uh, from, from a side he's not expecting or anything along those lines, I'm going to make sure that that he's guarded in um, in his distraction because it seems like his distraction's working really well. I want to make sure that he's able to to do that to the best of his ability. Okay, um, and I will allow for this then and say um, <clears throat> um, this, and you would you would do this by casting general spells, right? By casting blur and maybe some other stuff that you're doing. So sure. go ahead and make make uh, your repair roll, which is your casting. Um, ability um you will be at a minus two so in the chat window if it works because it might not work from from truco um if do you see the modifiers for better roles no should have a, a, a box that says public role first and then above that small text there'll be modifiers for better roles just uh, not at the very bottom but above the, oh yes uh, i see it okay thank you you expand that, there should be a trait roll modifier. Put in a minus two. Okay. And then roll it. And then go ahead and roll. And uh, you can also roll for your homunculus. Okay. Uh, I think your homunculus would help with a fighting. That is a... Oh, sorry. <laughs> nope, that works. Um, so you got a seven. Do you want to keep that? Do you want to spend Benny? Um... I think I'll keep it. I just got out of the water. I'm trying to recuperate and gather my thoughts again before I dive straight back in. So, okay. So what'd you get? Um, a total of seven on my repair check. And what did the legs get? 
And I think I'm gonna spend one of his bennies. Actually, there. legs. Um, oh what? Legs actually rolled a five. There's a minus two on there that shouldn't have been present. Oh okay. So I will give you your Benny back. Would you want to spend a Benny on a five? Because that is a general success. Uh, no, I think I'll I'll stay with the success. Okay. Um, Truco, on your on your actions for next turn, you get a plus two, another plus two in support. Awesome. Uh, Great. From the uh, from the blur that's been cast on you and some other little contraptions that are getting thrown into the water to be named. Uh, so next yeah. round. I, I'm, Truco's like, I don't know what is happening, but I, I'm just seeing myself in, in again in <laughs> like a mirror, and I'm loving it. So. Um. So Truco, you got a three of spades. Do you want to keep it or draw again? Because you are quick. Uh, I mean, I don't have a choice, right? I... Actually, you do. You can keep it. I just checked that. Oh, oh, he says you may discard the card, which means you can keep it if you want. Oh, the may is quite, quite the key word. Um, no, I would take another one. Uh, King of Clubs. All right. Yeah, I will keep that. Patch has got another club. Dana's has a club. Torland is the only one without a club. Ooh. Would anybody like a new action card? Yeah, I'll take a new card. That's too many clubs for the round. So go ahead and spend a Benny. Yep. Uh, draw a card. Uh, seven of diamonds. Perfect. So the eight of clubs. Patch and Truco keeping theirs? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it falls right in my alley, so. Oh, I didn't narrate your complications more, but. <laughs> <clears throat> we'll, we'll do that this round. Okay, Torlin. Well, Torlin's sticking with oh, the plan. Actually, hold on a second. Um, I forgot. Let's see. Um, nice. Okay, we'll, we'll do this. All right. Um, if I remember correctly, yes, I do remember correctly from Patchy. Or not Patchy, from Patch. <clears throat> um, so, uh, as Dana, you and Torlin kind of bring others to shore, you kind of like, you turn around and you definitely see um, that a couple souls uh, go down underneath the water and blood spills out that they were definitely taken by the sharks. Um, okay. So you've lost a couple people. And um, Patch, you... Um, you see legs having a little bit of trouble kind of getting underneath water stuff and you run out into the water a little bit a little bit too far and um oh lucky i'm gonna spend a benny on that why because <laughs> i can because i have bennies that's not fair so i first roll a five then i'm rolling six so as you're kind of like coming out this shark like comes up right out of the water and like you managed to just like stumble backwards into the waves and like scramble up to the shore a bit. However, um, it definitely um, uh, shocks you quite a bit and you get some scrapes and, and bruises as the teeth kind of like graze you a little bit. Um, you're gonna take on a level of fatigue from bumps and bruises. Um, it does uh, not do course. quite enough to damage you. Uh, and you are sh what's called shaken. So shaken's kind of like um, 
you know, I like to think of it as just like, you know, in boxing, somebody gets hit in the jaw or something like that, and they're kind of stunned for a moment, but they can still function and defend themselves, but they're on their heels now and um, struggling a bit, uh, sure. but they're still in the game, right? And on my turn, I can attempt to get rid of that, correct? Correct. Uh, so, Torlin. Well, Torlin's just off the shoreline or off the rock from getting those other two up there, and he sees the other two sailors getting taken down by the sharks and he thinks to himself well uh, perhaps the devourer has, has had his due and the others will be safe but I better use some protection so I'll take my uh, my pendant of the traveler and I'll stick it between my teeth uh, for good luck and I'll dive back in uh, another athletics check I will give you a Benny for that Nice. And that's a 13. I won't spend it yet. Ace on the D8. He's rolling dice. He can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> I'm rolling dice to see who you save. All right. Save it. You managed to, like, get a group that's been kind of, like, huddled together a little bit. One's a little wounded and injured or something like that. Um, uh, and they seem to be a little bit better off swimming. Uh, you're able to kind of help them. Uh, help them out, get to shore, uh, and you rescued three of them. So, wow, why did that go three times? So you are shaken, Patch. So first you want to do is, uh, do you have a little card in your chat window that says, has the little button that says uh, roll spirit? Yes. Go ahead and roll spirit. It's a free roll to try and unshake. Okay. And if you get a four, you successfully unshake. It's not rolling. Uh, if it's not If it's not rolling, then Go into your character sheet under uh, tra traits, the traits tab, attributes, and click on the word or, or the SPI for spirit. Okay. So three, you're oh, at a minus one because of your fatigue. Okay. Now, uh, since you did not successfully unshake, you can just spend a Benny and automatically yeah, unshake. I'm definitely going to do that. Okay. Oh, I guess it rolled again, but regardless. Yeah, you didn't actually need to roll. It's a, <laughs> it's a free way to unshake now. Perfect. Okay, so realized I watched a couple people go underneath. They didn't come back up, and the bubble seemed to have stopped. So, ah, uh, there's no way I don't. I'm not getting back in the water after that. So, Patch goes and dives in the water, and he's got a uh, got a little braid of wire on him. And he, as as he gets over to the individuals to uh, that that we need to rescue he starts grabbing like pieces of boards and things like that that are around and starts to try to fashion a little bit of a makeshift raft to see if he can't help some of them float back uh okay i'll i'll give you that give me uh give me your repair roll minus two okay you can actually just probably click on any of those little buttons that says multi-action two actions or dim both of those are minus two that keeps it easy okay it yeah. still says my character's shaking is that a thing? Yeah, oh, you can unshake with, like, with, there's a checkbox on your character. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I just took it off oh, for okay. you. Okay, cool. You may need to bring up the card again. Yeah, I'll do that. Ooh, with a raise. Another raise. Ooh. Total of 13. I think I'll keep that one. You should. Yeah. <laughs> um, That would be a 14, I believe, because you put a minus two and a minus two. Yeah, he's... He's got a couple extra minus twos. Yeah, 15. There you go. Um, so that's a total of 15. That is still success with two raises. Um, 
So this was a daunting task, trying to fashion some sort of raft very quickly in shark-infested waters. Um, but you're completely up to the task. Um, you find some debris that's already uh, mostly still together already and fashion uh, a raft together. Um, and um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna say that you actually rescued him with the raft because now you have to need to get out of the water. But sure. um, uh, since I believe Dana was gonna help people, I'll give her the, uh, normally you can only give plus two to support, but I'm gonna give her the full plus three to support because that was a nice idea and a good roll. Um, I'll take it. Truco. All right. Um, so uh, I got clubs, right? So I would argue that um, given that I know I don't know yet uh, patch's abilities, uh, when I got the, the blur um, effect, I kind of like got scared and confused for a moment and tried to attack myself or my version, <laughs> right? My blur version. So I got distracted for a moment, and 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 then I got to regain myself. Uh, and I see it a bunch of, a bunch of sharks coming at me, and I I don't know if to say to argue that not I don't know if all the sharks are following me now or a couple of them or many of them, but Truco at the moment is going oh this is this is more that I can handle and he's gonna start swimming away trying to like spread like get uh, the sharks uh, as much away from uh, the ship the wreck ship. Or the wreckish, the wreckish. I don't know how to say it uh, as possible. Nice. Sure. Give me an athletics roll then. Minus two. All right. Uh, athletics. Let's see if that does. The, uh, uh, it's not showing the results. That's a weird thing. Numbers didn't come up, but I saw a ten there. So minus two. That would be an eight. All right. Uh, can I use that? Even though it doesn't show up. Yeah. Sure. All right. That's uh, an eight. That works, yeah. Some of the sharks are continuing following you. Um, yeah. Had you more sense, you might realize that, um, I mean, you're bleeding in the water and you've just been like exerting yourself greatly. So, and you're moving around. They're going after, uh, they're going after dinner. Yeah, yeah. Truco is at this point quite scared, just full swimming <laughs> through the shore. Ah, just. And Dana. Wow. Uh, quick housekeeping. Um... Foundry did not apply the plus two bonus from my Ring of Swimming, so my previous roll uh, would have been a 12, not a 10, if that makes a difference. That's, you know, that would add an extra raise. Um, so, with uh, with the plus four from support, plus the plus two from Ring of Swimming, and seeing Truco bravely lead all these sharks away, I'm going to keep bringing people into shore. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole group of them, including Patch, on a little raft right now. Uh, are there people still in the water who aren't on the raft? No, those actually seem to be the three that are still left. All right. Um, yeah. So for the for the thematicness of it, I am going to uh, reach up and slap a shield on all of them, burning the remainder of my power points. Uh, okay. Two. Yeah, I think that gives me. That's two. Yeah, that's burning the remainder of my power points. So. Uh, you all, like you, including yourself, Patch, see a see some blue sparks um, start to swirl around your body, and the mark on my eye pulses and then goes dark. And I'm going to start uh, towing your raft back to shore. 
And we are at a plus six from all that heroism. Don't critical fail. It's an eleven. That was a terrible roll. I can do better and possibly critical fail. <laughs> Gonna Benny that. Put my modifiers back in. Still an eleven? No, I want those two raises. Wait, did you that apply my plus six? I've oh, got yeah. I've got one Benny left. Dana is nothing if not if not a hero. There is my two raises and no more Bennies. Plus one. Yeah. Uh, so you managed to bring uh, the raft in with all four of them behind kicking, um, pulling with a little rope, bringing it in. Um, Truco, you managed to make it back to shore um, and get out before the sharks cause you any more distress or anything. Um, and uh, since you got everybody else out, um, yeah, nobody's going to get attacked then. So you managed to clear that out in two rounds um, oh. with only the loss of a couple people. Um, so uh, Lisa and Glib are there kind of like trying to care for some people and stuff like that. Um, all of you can give me um, notice rolls. All right. I'm gonna Benny. That was a tree. That's better. I am also gonna Benny that. What did everybody get? Yeah. Uh, ten for Truka. It's fishing for raises, aren't they? Eleven for Dana. That put Patch at a ten as well. Um, I should have mentioned since it is night and so it's dark out. I think for actually for Dana. Uh, then that's a nine for Dana, so I same effect. Yeah, it's, it's the same yeah. difference for you. I rolling notice? Yes. That is a three on the d4. And as usual, I will keep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give Dana Benny for her heroism. She'll go Benny for his. Uh, I don't know what, be... but for something. Well, Truco was, was shockingly selfless tonight. Yeah, which is uncharacteristic. Dana is very but... impressed and proud of this new side of Truco. From Patch's uh, perspective, 100% uh, just knows Truco is to be a super altruistic guy at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good first impression, if I have to say so. Um, so you guys get there. You notice, I mean, there are uh, mostly kind of like the... Oddly enough, maybe because they were closest to the shore or something like that, but the first batch of people that you save do seem to, and actually, Patch, you would know this because you you sailed with these most of these folks and stuff like that. Sure. Um, the first for you that you saved were merchants, um, you know, and they seem to be, uh, their clothes are much nicer. They're a bit more well off. They still have some uh, jewelry on and whatnot. Um, you know, Truco can tell uh, Glib is uh, kind of handing his hand out, uh, and one of them's like pulling off a ring to give to him. Um, and you know, the, the second batch that y'all saved just happened to most of the bees. They seem to be crew members. They're obviously just sailors. Um, managed to survive, and they're kind of doing pretty. Uh, you know, all of them are. None of them are really hurt. They're all like really very panicked. They're catching their breath. Um, they're in shock a bit. I uh, just kind of slap, you know, gently at the at the armor face, whatever of the one in front of me. Hey, who's your captain? Look at me. Who's your captain? Where where are they? Cap Captain Zed. 
Captain Captain died early. He's one of the first ones taken out by the sharks. Who's your first mate? He's dead. Uh, kind of like looking at the shore, and there's just six of them there, and he goes, must be dead too. All right, all right. I'm Captain Dana, the Crown and Bell. Let's get you back to town, get you somewhere safe and dry for the night. You're the lazy board, huh? Lazy board is just a tavern. It is not an inn. Ah. Well, the tavern people know. Uh, what about you, Patch? You've been here a while. Do you know one of these tavern or one of these inns we can get these folks at? never been here a day in my life. It's your first day here. I came in on this boat. Oh, how'd you escape? Uh, well, we were able to carry Glib off to shore with with help of insert Lissa here. Uh, he seemed really, really badly wounded, so we thought we'd get him up here as quick as possible and then head back for the rest. Oh, okay. It makes sense if, to me now. If we've all been in town for about three days, I, I feel like we would know where we could bring these people to, to oh, see. Yeah. I've gone and yeah. forgotten. <laughs> Come on, come on, Torl and Trucker. Let's let's get these folks somewhere for a meal in a bed. Yes, yeah, certainly. We as they well. Just lost their ship. This, uh, uh, yeah. So it's going to be a long night. Yeah. One of the one of the merchants, you know, kind of pipes up and just, you know, he looks at you, Dana. He's one of the ones that you saved, um, and he's just like, "Thank you, thank you." I'm 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 Nestor. Most of us are merchants from well. He, he kind of looks at the other three around and goes, I guess we're the only ones that survived. We're from Elysium. Elysium? Interesting. I've got some crew from there. Cap- like I said, Captain Daniel Lasagna of the Crown and Bell. Um, we'll, we can talk more in the morning, but first let's get you and your people some rest for the night. See if anyone needs attending to. Thank, thank you very much. <clears throat> um, he kind of says through some chattering teeth, um, as it's clearly pretty cold. Well, I it's kind of at that point. I put my coat around this poor chattering fellow. <laughs> okay. Fellow. It's at that point that you kind of see up from, uh, not quite from the south, from the direction from the south docks, but down kind of this little cliffside, you see a bunch of torches and you see uh, kind of like a group of pretty rough and tumble um, folks kind of like coming down to the beach, you know, about a dozen or so, um, you know, kind of armed. Uh, basically, and they start walking towards you guys. Um, And it is at that point we will take our break for the evening. Welcome back, everyone. So yeah, so there's this group of rough-looking people coming, and one of them just pipes up and and goes, what happened here? I push just straight to the front of the shipwreck survivors and say... Folks, we're shipwrecked. We're getting them back to town. You helping? And as I say that, um, the dead dragon mark around my eye starts to glow a little bit as a dangerous glint in my eye companies that I'm going to spend a penny to regain five power points. Okay. Speaking of which, um, roll me a a D6 patch and Torlin... um, uh, you explicitly called out, um, so so spend two power points, Patch. We'll assume that's how how much uh, magic you used during the whole thing. Okay. Um, so I think Torlin, you did call out on my car- or on my homunculus. And yeah, in terms of duration, 
uh, this is like what I'm rolling for duration, basically. Well, I think you didn't. You haven't subtracted the power points from when you actually cast the spell. I did. Uh, I don't um, know if it transferred to my sheet, but it it went in chat. That I did. Uh, transfer it on your sheet. Um, mine still says sp- ten out of ten. And then add two more for duration. Okay. Um. So you shot that, uh, and I'll give you another Benny for protecting the weak and all that kind of stuff. Um, there, Dana. <clears throat> he kind of looks looks you up and down. Um, well, we're not here to help. Looking for a bald lady, kind of rough looking. What happened to her? Well, I didn't pull up any any ladies at all. They were all there's one with a glass eye, I think. Rather. <laughs> Any, if you want to find anyone among the survivors, your best bets to help me get these folks back to town. Or if you're not going to help, get out of my way. Either way, we're going to we're taking these folks to an inn, and we'll, you can find who you're looking for there. No, I don't think I can. We're going to find out right now. We're looking for the ball lady. Any of you all sots out there that were in the water know where she is? And he just kind of like starts ignoring you. Can I get and, any sort of intention off of him? What is he? Does he seem mad at this lady? I mean, obviously, he seems forceful. Uh, give me a notice check. Okay. Uh, and contrastingly, I'm just going to ask him, "What do you What do you want with a lady whose name you don't even seem to know?" I would like to look at the crew that we just saved and see if any of them are reacting in a, <laughs> you know, protective manner or look like they're concealing something. Like uh, I said, I'm just straight those, up asking those. him what he's what he's. Well, hang, hang, let me deal with the rolls first. Let me deal with the rolls first. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead and, and make a roll, Torlin. Notice roll. Uh, that's two aces on the d4 for a nine. And what did you get, Patch? Uh, I got an eight with a raise. And what were you? You were looking at him. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, I would. I'm trying to get his intent. What is he? Oh, he's with he's, this lady. You can tell he's a, a rough and tumble sort, um, kind of shady. Uh, him and he's got a shady crew with him and stuff like that, and he's used to getting to his way. Um, and uh, he, you can tell he kind of like, yeah, he he's used to getting his way, and he's uh, quite intent on his mission. And he does not look like uh, um, he doesn't necessarily. Yeah, you got a raise there. So since you got a raise on your notice roll, I'm giving you more information. Okay. than it might otherwise. Um, you can kind of tell that um, they're pretty confident, but they're not necessarily completely spoiling for a fight per se, but they are they clearly know how to handle themselves and won't shy away from a fight. Sure. Um, Torlin, you look at kind of the survivors of the crew um, and uh, you don't see, you also got a raise. Um, yeah, you don't see anybody that's any sort of like feels protective or, um, you know, huge recognition or anything like that or like that. And um, you see a couple of the merchants kind of nodding towards each other. Um, and um, well, Torlin, uh, I imagine he's a bit covered in the blood of some of the sailors and the merchants uh, that he didn't manage to save. So if you'll come up alongside Dana, and uh, with a hand on uh, the hilt of his cutlass, and uh, just provide an intimidating presence as a support. Okay. <clears throat> We've all just had a tough time of it. Why don't you let us be on our way? 
and we'll speak of this on tomorrow. Yeah, I, I got y'all here now. I'm not dealing with this on the morrow. I have a job to do, and I'm intent on doing it, and you all are getting in my way. My dragon mark just starts glowing and pulsing, and I actually draw my sword, put in a guard position, and say, you'll find your answers back in town. Truco, start leading those folks back to the inn. Um, Truco's way back there. It was all a big shot from House (laughs) Denith, huh? You're far from home here. I'm right where my home is. My home's docked in port. And I'm I'm her captain. So whatever business you have with a bunch of people who just washed up on shore after getting shipwrecked and attacked by sharks, you're going to handle it back in town. You can talk to me now, and you can wait till you get back to town. Truco, lead them on. All right. Um, this guy pipes and up and goes. My sword is in a defensive position, not an offensive position at this point. Right. And my dragon mark is going haywire. No. Uh, give me an intimidation roll, um, Chorlin. You can uh, you can support with intimidation as well because it sounded like you know. That you was were going the idea. Truco is going to approach and say. Uh, really tiring. Uh, we just say these people, gentlemen, please hear the Truco, lady. Truco, just start walking. I'll be right behind you. Uh, I spent two bennies to uh, <laughs> get a raise there. So that's a plus two for you. Plus two. I have one whole benny of my own. Let's see how far it gets me. So yeah, so Torlin's supporting Dana's role here. There's an ace on the D8. That is a 15 to intimidate this clown. Right. Just shy of four raises. Yeah. Ooh, I got an ace. Not good enough. And so it's uh, you don't quite get a raise then. Um, so you succeed. Um, <clears throat> You see him kind of eyeing you up and down, uh, the both of you. <clears throat> Why not get a raise if I got three raises to his two? No, because on the contested roll, it's essentially since he rolled a 10. Yeah. Um, it is essentially a... Uh, right, right, right. The four is five, uh, plus five four. Against, you, so yeah, you you effectively got a five rather than a 15. Right on. Isn't that like a raise? Because I mean, no, if you succeed... No, the, it's an opposed test. Since yeah, it's opposed. If, if you succeed by even one, that's a success. And if you get plus four from that. But Ernesto is saying makes sense to me. I mean, it yeah, wouldn't yes. be a failure Actually, if Ellie rolled yeah. a 12. Yeah, you, are, you are correct. Okay. I stand corrected. Yeah. So you did get a raise still. Um, so the target number became 10. 14 would have given you the raise, so 15 is over the raise. Yeah. So real quick, I actually have another question here. So Torlin mm-hmm. was rolling to support Dana, correct? Correct, yeah. So was, I mean, he got two raises there. Would that be something that she, that Dana, that Ellie already added to her roll? I, I added it in the, uh, I added it to my roll, yes. Okay, and then how did you know just- what to add? Yep. Is so if you go support, and look, you got the two raises, so it's a plus two. If you go and look at uh, her rolls, like you can click the roll drop down, and it'll show you what she added. 
And so uh, in this case, there are some situations where multiple raises matter, but generally uh, getting more than one is the same as getting just one raise. So, okay. Um, yeah, I fun. only, mm-hmm. I only fun got Ellie's... one raise on that situation, I think, anyways. Yeah, so if on Ellie's card, you click the rolls part next to the dice total, it expands and you can see better rolls, there's two, that's her, uh, uh, her bonus, her support bonus from Torland. I'm yeah. just so asking because I, I didn't, I didn't hear any exchange there. How did you know what to add? So rolling a four is. on my intimidation would have given her a plus one. Rolling an eight would have given her a plus two, and I rolled an eleven. Okay, so yeah, okay. Rolling a twelve wouldn't give her a plus three though. Is oh, the okay. distinction? Uh, would it not? You can get a, oh right, you can only get two points of support from one person at a time. Yeah, yeah, you can get up to four points of support. But only two from one sort single source. Got it. All right, that's so, helpful. Um, so, thank you for explaining uh, it. Yeah, certainly. Um, I think support rolls kind of like one of the new things that's really common with Savage Worlds, and I completely encourage it a lot at this table. Um, so it's good to get clear on it. Um, so you see him, you see him kind of like shift his feet a little bit. His eyes narrow a little bit, looking at you, and um, kind of takes a deep breath and just kind of like continuing to stare at you, Dana. And he goes, "Come on, it's just a question. Just looking for a ball, lady. Did anybody see what happened to her? That's all I want to know." And uh, from behind you, from behind you, one of the merchants does kind of call out and just goes, "She left the ship before even got shipwrecked. She got on the dinghy and." took off to the shore. There's your answer. You can leave now. Yeah, his eyes kind of narrow and he goes, was that so damn hard? Would you was care to so announce yourself? Was it so damn hard of you to not come in here and and try to throw yourself around a bunch of shipwrecked folks? Apparently it was. So he, he kind of points his finger at you and goes, you know, House Denise doesn't own Cliff's Crate, doesn't own anything in the Lazar. There's no houses here. Be careful what you do around here. You're messing with you, you're outnumbered here. House Denny's Denny's like, exactly right, boys, come on. Here, my, House Denny doesn't own shit here, but my ship, like I said, that's he's turning I'm around. And, he's turning around, leaving, just kind of like ignoring you after he said this, the last thing. They they turn around back and slap a truco and just be like, "Get moving, man." What do I need to accompany? They are they know their way. I I'm tired. I know, true. Come on, you did good. Let's get you to bed too. Let's get all these folks to bed. Uh, so you can give me a notice roll, Truco. Yeah, uh, and she mentioned she, what she mentioned—a bold lady. That's what he mentioned. That was he mentioned. Sorry. Yes, bald uh, lady. Bald elven right. lady. Elven lady. Okay. Bold. Again, notice you mean. And we didn't catch the names of these fellows, did we? Nope, they did not introduce themselves, and neither did uh, neither did I. <laughs> yeah, actually, speaking of which, Truco, you can give me a notice roll. Okay. What you're doing? That is uh, twelve. I don't know why I have this uh, GM modifier. That's, that's oh, interesting. That's uh, I didn't even notice. There's a new field now in better rolls that says master mods. I have my plus two ticked, and apparently it worked on your roll. Hmm. Interesting. That oh, does that count? It, it wasn't that was that's intentional or no? That was not. I didn't. Oh, that's brand wow. new. <laughs> okay. Um, it's handy. That's a ten. So that, yeah. Uh, so that's a ten. That's good enough. 
Um, and also give me a common knowledge roll, Trico. Okay. Uh, common knowledge. That's a humble d4. But the wild die did an ace. And I got a 10. Two tens. Okay. Cool. Um, <clears throat> um, so, Truco, you uh, you recognize a couple of faces of this group, right? They're part of a group known as the Bloody Blades here in Cliffscrape. Um, they're a bunch of street thugs and stuff that you've had. Uh, you're actually quite glad that none of them seem to recognize you. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't trying to participate much in the conversation because of that fear, but yeah. Yeah, they are definitely some people that you have run in on the wrong side in your previous time in Cliffscrape. Um, but as you as you guys are walking back um, towards the ta- away from the lazy board and towards, uh, you know, an inn, um, I mean, as soon as you get back towards the actual streets and stuff like that, uh, most of them they've been to Cliffscrape before. They know where to go on their own, so they don't need any sort of directions to an inn or anything like that. Um, but as you're walking towards Cliffscrape, Truco, you, of course, notice that the four merchants, you know, they had some jewelry and stuff like that on them. Um, so just, okay. just to point that stuff out. that I know Truco's interested in. Oh, so. that, thank you for pointing that out. Um. Um, as we're walking, I just come up beside him and say, I'm sorry I snapped at you, Truco. You did you did fantastic out there. It's uh it's been a long night, you know, and you know I have no patience for folks like them. So but I'm I'm sorry you didn't wasn't right to take it out on you. I, I mean, I know, I know, and you, you were you were quite tough on them and I, I, I I'm glad that they didn't took the time to inspect people around the 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 the, the crew. Uh, or this crew at least. Um yeah, I understand. No worries. Uh, I feel quite bad. I have to say, I swallow a lot of water just swimming mm-hmm. around. Let's, so let's I feel. Here, I'll, yeah. I'll help you. Um. Victorlin's just following along with Patch, trying to figure out where he put that strange device he used on Truco. Uh, you can go ahead and roll me a notice check. <laughs> I would like to. <laughs> I like rules players call for that's three Three races. races. (laughs) Fifteen. Nice. So yeah, absolutely. As you're looking all over my body, you're noticing that it's not it's not that it was tucked away or hidden away in the large size that it was. It's that it was quickly disassembled with little catches and pieces of it are hanging all over my coat. That's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> you're, you're wearing that stuff as jewelry, almost. Yeah, I got to be able to get quick access to a lot of things. Amazing. Um, so it's kind of about this time that I would gesture for Torlin to kind of um, stay with me. And I'll lead over towards where uh, Dana and Truco are having their conversation. And as I walk up, I'm fiddling with this little contraption that looks like it's uh, connected to a belt. And I just walk up to you and um, I just turn to the three of you and I say, though they weren't my people, uh, I really appreciate you guys being so quick to to come down and help them all. Uh, in fact, I, I do think I know what they were talking about as 
they were so angry trying to find this lady. She left on a dinghy moments before the ship wrecked. And I wasn't sure if they were trying to join up with her or if they were after her, but I think it's too coincidental to assume that those two entities are separate. Who was she? I have no idea. She didn't talk at all on the trip until she was begging the captain to let her off. And she knew about, uh, was it a storm that wrecked you on the shore, or was it just unknown reef? Uh, to be honest with you, um, about the time she's talking to the captain, uh, kind of a faint washed over the boat, and we all had this very lethargic feeling come over us. I was able to snap out of it right about the time she was leaving, which is why I think I was able to put two and two together. But I don't know. Some seems fishy to me. So the, the thing I will add, um, after she left the ship, well, we're in, it sounded like you were describing everything, right? So after she, right up, when she got on the dinghy and started going away from the ship, something hit the ship from below. Oh, okay. More than the ship hit something. Something clearly hit the ship from below. So yeah, I would relay that as well. I don't have any idea what would hit a ship up from below, but you said you were feeling faint, weird. Uh, I was feeling pretty weird back in the tavern, not 20 minutes ago. Can I get any sort of idea of whether this is just maybe something that blew over over the water, or if this has any magical uh, origins? Oh. Um. Give me both a boating roll and an arcana roll. I don't believe I have a boating roll. So if you don't have boating, roll untrained. Okay. Untrained. (laughs) So that looks like a five minus the two. Wait, that was five, right? You have a level of fatigue, which provides a minus one. Thank you. However, in this case, I'm using them as knowledge. Well, no, yeah, never mind. So two so yes. there, and you said a boating and an arcana? An arcana. Oh, with a raise, a double raise. So it puts me up to a 14 on arcana. 14. Um, uh, so you got the sense, um, you never really quite saw them on her. Of course, of course, she uh, kept herself, didn't engage any of the crew at all, or any passengers on the ship. Not you or anybody, but she did get some glimpses and catches from her. And um, you did kind of um, sense that it's also because you've got some magical skill. We'll say that you actually kind of noticed that there were a couple, you know, she wore uh, a couple rings and a necklace that were magical um, of nature. And you had this kind of sense and emanation of that she carried some uh, Eberron dragon shards in a pouch. which are often used for, I mean, you use a lot of Eberron dragon shards for the stuff that you put together, powers a lot of the stuff that you have. Um, So you can't necessarily say that what happened was magic, but the coincidence does strike you. And it was very clear to you that um, she is a spellcaster of some sort um, and magical. So if it is magical in nature, you would not be surprised if she initiated somehow. Okay, um, so Dana mentioned that it possibly uh, reached the people on the shore, they were kind of feeling the same way. Would I think she has the kind of oh, power um, to maybe do something like that? I would. Uh, I actually forgot about that part. You definitely think the the melancholy that came mm-hmm. over everybody was definitely magical in origin. You, you're not okay. sure 
the source of it or anything, but you definitely believe that was some sort of magical effect. And hearing that Dana uh, felt it as well, so far on shore, um, really impresses you as well. So whatever it was that created that was very potent. So I'll turn to Dana at that point. And you say you felt it all the way out here. At the tavern. Huh. Well, I wonder know. if uh, wonder if she'd made it to shore by then. I know she was able to cast spells, though. This would be pretty significant if she was able to reach you all the way out here. Uh, they could be related. She didn't necessarily reach a ship to shore. She, like you said, she came. Uh, she left the ship in a dinghy a ways before a uh, little time beforehand. Ah, well, that might be a way to track her. Just walk to wherever we feel depressed. Eh, from what you from what you said I'm... from what you said, Patch, that's not correct. You actually felt the melancholy while she was still on the ship sure. before she got into the dinghy. But it stands to reason that either she's able to do it again offshore or when she got onto shore, or it's an effect that lasted that time frame. Correct? Uh timeline wise. Not so much. You believe, especially with the fourteen on the Arcana roll, time and timeline wise, you believe whatever melancholy they all felt in the tavern was the same melancholy you were feeling. Okay, so yeah, I'll it wasn't separate that. effects because the ship started capsizing shortly after she left. Yeah, I'll definitely relay that. What so, are think? you saying? Are you saying that our time being whiny on the tavern has to do with all this? It stands to reason. <laughs> so that's. Well. I must investigate it's, this further. And I start ruffling through one of my packs. That's bad news, but it's also above my pay grade. I don't know a thing about magic in spite of appearances. Um, but you know what? It's a, it's a question for tomorrow. That's tomorrow's problem. It's real late. Truco's exhausted. I'm exhausted. Let's... Wait, wait, I, I'm not that exhausted. I mean, where, where's the guy that I give the, the potion to? I need to talk to him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, earlier, actually, you rolled a 10 on the notice. Notice. We'll say, actually, you look around real quick. We'll still have that one hold. Actually, uh, Lisa and Glib are gone from the group. Lisa and, okay. And Glib, they're both, they're not with the group at all anymore. Glib is the guy that I gave the... Yeah. Okay. I I will find him. Yeah, eventually. (laughs) Um... So with here, you all part ways. Um, uh, they all find accommodations for themselves. I will say actually, probably with what's going on, uh, give me a um, persuasion role, Dana. Um, and- uh, What am I persuading of what? <clears throat> well, I'm thinking, uh, I'm gonna give you a plus one modifier from all three of these folks. All right, but uh, who am I trying to persuade of what with this role? Uh, well, the persuasion is te- is already happened, so you're not necessarily talking. So, can I still know who what the role is for? I'm gonna say no in this case. I'm okay. And if you're asking for adventure cards reasons, you could always just play the adventure card, and I'll let you know. If- no, I'm just thinking because I like to know what I'm rolling for, especially if I've, especially if it's something I've already done. I don't, uh, 
I'll take that. That's a five. I didn't mean a plus one. I meant uh, plus one for each, so it was a total plus three. Okay, so that would be an so eight then. Uh, no, that would be a seven because you already you did have plus one, so an additional two. Yeah. I'll I'll take my free reroll on that. <laughs> See if we can't fish for yes. a raise, and there's the raise. That is a nice. sixteen. Okay. Nice. Um. So, <clears throat> so morning time comes. Um, so yeah, so there's a different inn that you guys stayed at. Um, so in the morning, actually, so four of the sailors, um, that you guys saved kind of, you see them come into the tavern room while you're eating breakfast. Um, uh, you know, uh, let's see, Sandara is there with you as well as, uh, Rosie and, uh, Torlin and Truco and, um, Three of the sailors that you saved came up and, um, you know, they come up and look at you, Dana, and uh, they say, uh, <clears throat> one of them pipes up and he's all, uh, we were chatting last night and uh, thanks thanks to the host that you all came and saved us. Uh, sharks were picking us off awful quick. And uh, I, I heard you speak to them of that uh, you're the, Commander of a ship, the Captain and Bell. <laughs> I'm the Captain of the Crown and Bell. I'm Captain Dana. What's your name, ah. friend? Um, I'm Bren. Is Ebrin? I'm Bren. Ebrin. And uh, we were all talking, and uh, we have uh, we seem to have lost our ship and captain. And we're curious if you need uh, crew. We do you seem need quite crew. the uh, honorable sort. We do need crew and we are honorable sorts. It'll be it'll be simple standard pay for now with uh, more to come once we start getting some, uh, well, getting some adventuring done. I don't know, I have no idea what the in-term, in-world term for adventuring is. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm well, trying I, to I, th I think since there is a Clifftops Adventurers Guild, adventurers and adventuring is um, common, it would be common enough understanding since there are Either guilds way, of adventurers. You, the DM, know what I'm trying to communicate. Yeah. Do yeah. these folks. So, yeah. So, yeah, if uh, you're welcome to come aboard, I'll put you in the rolls. Who is good at rigging? I was just allowed to say. Uh, two of them kind of raise their hands a female and a male. All right, excellent. We need more of those. I keep eating breakfast. <laughs> and I, uh, I um, shake everyone's hand and welcome them aboard. So, uh, Truco, you have been a bit focused the last couple of days and trying to find crew members. Um, and you and Torlin, though successful, you guys only found three additional crew members, right? And here in this fell swoop, saving these people, you found four more. So you're feeling quite good about uh, the increase of the crew and uh, where the state of the ship resides. Um, however, you haven't quite sought out yet. There is somebody in particular that you have thought of and known in the city that you were interested in um, speaking to the, at least speaking to the captain about or seeking out to, to bring on in a more prominent role on the ship. True, and I, I mentioned that uh, prior in Wrigley Squiff when they had the time at the tavern and talking about some of the people that we know of, uh, probably like people that know are from Seer, 
and and I uh, at some point uh, mentioned I remember that at the uh, at this morning. Oh yeah, that is. Oh, now that I recall, do you remember when I, I told you about some of the friends that I had at at um, at Metrol? Well, I sometime I heard from Lorena Stark's flight. Stark flight. Um, she's she was one of uh, uh, one of the one, one of the persons that got me jobs in Metrol. Uh, the more f kind of formal. I wasn't really getting into the formal thieves scene. I would prefer to call myself a freelancer on the thieving profession. But anyway, off tracking. This uh, person is um, quite capable of managing. Um, finance if i may say so i don't know but I, she seems capable of and i remember hearing something about uh she's going to cliff scrape at points um he has some familiarity hey so maybe maybe can look for her that's you, you found someone from home you know she survived Truco, i would actually wonderful. say truco you yeah. know when you left Crips, cliff scrape she was working here Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's that's one of the few people that I met after after everything and just getting into piracy and getting through here at some point and just I, I didn't know she was here, but True, uh, that's amazing. Of course, yeah. of course, bring her to meet me. Introduce yeah, us. Uh, she's a bit of a like, uh, 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 she has a bit of a temper. I mean, uh, uh, you should get to know her before saying anything. So, yeah, I will um, go and mm -hmm recall the place where I uh, found Lorena at one point and go back to that place uh, today. Uh, you know, Tolan, if you want to accompany me or Dana? Oh, of course. Is she a shifter? Uh, she's not. She's... Uh... Oh, maybe now that I think about it. Patch, uh, you have something, something to do today? Patch is not with Am you guys. I with you? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, they're good questions. Sorry. Patch, that was Patch was separate. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, that no would have helped us, maybe. I don't know, gnomish um, culture, but so, she's so a gnome. You knew, her, you knew her in your thieves' guild of sorts, and she's got a bit of a temper, but she's good with money. Ah, uh, she is. Yeah. Uh, she's, he's, yeah, she's good with money. She's good with contacting people, knowing people. Uh, she, she is source of the source, tons of things within the business. Um, she won't be the only one on the ship with a temper if, she, if, uh, if she's fit to join us. Maybe her and Rosie will uh, cancel each other out. Ah, that's, that's, a, that's a cute idea. Uh, um, I look forward to meeting her. I'll, I'll let you introduce us. Yeah, that just to clarify, that's not the type of temper that I was talking about, but yeah. Uh, I, just, I, I give Truco a real Oh, what the bleep look at that like what are you talking about man if I don't say right. anything I'm just continuing to follow him wherever he's taking me alright okay so Patch um, yes you, you've woken up in the morning after your ordeal in the evening um, coming to the ship you know especially since the ship crashed um, you know even though you have some interest in, in finding your stuff you also know you know the person you came here to see is absolutely going to be the person that both can help you find the stuff, but also more importantly, she has that you know the contact that you came here seeking for in the first place. Sure. While you've made the ship trip, um, so you seem to be the very you know 
those kind of times you've, you've driven and focused with uh, with the goal and whatnot. So, uh, my is it wrong to say that she she would be the first person that you're seeking out today? Uh, absolutely. I, I know sh- that she works here in Cliffscrape, um, but I'm not entirely sure where. So I'm just going to start at uh, hotspots. I, I would actually say you came here since she contacted you to let you know you knew uh, where her uh, business was. In at least Cliffs- the name of it. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm definitely going to go seek her out. And did you leave that Blake so I could name her? Is that the plan? Um, no, she already has a name. I think Okay. shared it with you already in your uh, in your in your uh, little beginner's notes there. No, nah, definitely uh, just has a blank for the name. Uh, look in the sheet that I gave you that your origins. Her name yeah. is a blank. It says you were coming to Clisscrape to meet with. A fellow known, oh, known for a um, number of years. <laughs> but that's okay. You know the name. That's all that matters. I'm going to go look for said named person. Or said named gnome. Um, just sent you a little message in, Foundry. So, um, so you go. You have to take one of the crane lifts up from the docks to go up, you know, about halfway up the cliff face. It takes you up. You go up a couple of these one of these elevators and then up, you know, there's various staircases. Some of, most of them are actually pretty extravagant uh, stone staircases, like built into the, constructed into the side of the cliff face, uh, elegantly, like partially cur- carved into the cliff side, as well as um, being an accent for the cliff side. Uh, uh-huh. It's marvelous uh, dwarven architecture work here, clearly as you're uh, walking through and you come to her uh, place of business. Um, okay. You said you sent me a message in Foundry. That is great. I have no idea. If you I go went. to the, ch- go to the chat log, the chat log. Okay. Should be the, should be the very last one. Oh, oh okay. Got it. Sorry. Um, so, <clears throat> She has a, her business is called Forgotten Sundries. Um, And it is, you know, it's one of those places that there's a front part to the shop that's out on the cliffside, but then it's also, there's a boulevard that goes into the cliffside, but she stretches down quite a bit. There's a crane right next to hers. It's clear that she's got uh, somewhat of a, you know, crane that goes up to a warehouse where she stores a lot of stuff. Um, And you come into, you know, coming to the place, it's open. There's already a, a number of people working here and uh, people bustling in, some customers going on, in and out. Uh, I'm sorry if you said it, I didn't hear. What type of shop was it? Uh, it it's called Forgotten Sundries. It's kind of like a general store okay. um, slash warehouse storage Perfect. facility. Okay, so yeah, I walk in and I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna look for her. I'm not necessarily in any rush to find her. I'm just gonna start perusing the shop, but I'm keeping my eye out. Okay, in that case, uh, give me a notice roll. Okay. Ooh, I'm going to drop a penny on that. Oh, uh, you can actually remove the level of fatigue, I would say. Okay. So with the level of fatigue removed, that puts that to a 14. 14, success with two raises. Um, you hear her loud, kind of shrill voice um, calling for somebody um, in the back pretty early on. You definitely, you weren't looking out for her, but your ears perk up and find her pretty quickly. 
I forget how loud she is. Oh, I guess I gotta deal with that. And I don't go deal with that yet. I just keep kind of cruising uh, through the shop, uh, see if anything. Just, just general uh, walking up and and getting general supplies that I that I would have lost on the on the pirate ship. And after that point, if nothing else has happened, I'll, I'll go back there to find her. Okay. Um. So you you three um, sent uh, Sandara and um, Rosie were with you in the inn. Um, did you want them to come as well? No. Okay. Um, so yeah, you come to this. Truco, you take everybody uh, to where her place of business was while she was here. Um, and it is called Forgotten Sundries. All right. Sounds like a nice place. Uh, yeah, just follow me. It's, I think it's that, this is the place? Forgotten Sundries. I think he changed the, she changed the name. Your friend works it's here? It's the same place. Uh, yeah, she does. I, I, I hope she still does. All right. Uh, entering. This okay. The building. Looking for uh, Lorena. It does not take you long to hear the nice uh, shrill voice of Lorena piping up. Um, and, and I just hawking out various stuff of uh, some people in the back. Yeah. And a shout out uh, to her. Lorena, it's been so long, and I try to like approach her to give her like like the two kiss on the cheek. Um, so you do that, you and um, she kind of like turns around from you behind this countertop. The countertop's your level, and she's actually kind of at your height. Probably okay. tell she's got a bench that she's walking on behind there. Um, and she just goes, Fury's breath, and. She just like shakes her head and she just goes, what the? By the host, what are you doing here? Why are you disgracefully entering my shop again? Uh, it's, I mean, uh, how, what was the last time I was disgraceful towards you? I am always in my most uh, gracious form. Let me think, the last time you were here and you had a job that you botched and the bloody blades got the best of me and took my goods. Oh, right. Uh, they did that? I mean, oh, I'm wait, sorry. wait, wait. I... I forgot the best part. I forgot the best part. And you never came back to me and let me know that they were gone. That's the last I saw of you, was giving you the order to take care of it. But did you know? You just left me. I just I mean, good friend that you are. My, I mutter at the side of my mouth, good friend of yours, huh? <laughs> Dearly. Uh, just... I mean, if you, I mean, it put me, took yourself into my place in that situation. If you are running for your life and you see a ship running in the distance and you see like the way that you can just swim to it and just get away from this fucking place, wouldn't you take the chance? If you're running away from your life, I, I, I was yeah, thinking you, you had a job, was... Truco. Where's the running when there's a job? The the job also includes to be alive after it, after it. So. Uh, yeah, I, so lovely to see you, uh, Lorena. I just, uh, I, I'm nice. sure I can nice repay to you, you too. In, I, I'm sure I can repair you in all this 
like you know me you know me you know what i'm capable of that was just a little little minor mistake it won't happen again just genuinely holding back a little bit of a laugh (laughs) and and i just say well, well, Truco, uh, you gonna introduce us? Dana's having the time of her life watching Truco get into this, but she's trying not to show it and failing. Orlo will come oh. up and he'll he'll try and uh, appear very, very earnest. I really think that your friend has turned over a new leaf here. Just this morning, he saved several sailors from the sea. See? See? <laughs> you hear? I don't believe that. So it's about this point. Not I'll from my mouth. Hype up from the back, and I'll be like, Lorena, it's true. This man's a hero. And then I'll just go back to doing whatever I was doing. <laughs> hey, wasn't that? You see, you see, Patch. Why you? Why are you here? Oh, what the? She, hey, hey, hey. She sees that and she goes. It's confused. Patch, what are you insulting me now by not saying hi? Get over here. <laughs> Is there so, anyone in this town who doesn't know Marina besides me? So I'll, I'll walk loud. over. Jeez. Lorena, these Jeez. are my new friends. And when you walk friends, over, these are this is my old friend, old friend, old friend, Lorena. She she gives you like, a, <laughs> you know, side eye and she goes, not so old that I can't kick your ass. Um, and she gives you a big hug patch. Yeah, I definitely go in I for the I think I well. like this one, Truco. Like I said, introduce us. Don't make me a stranger. Yeah, I look course, over at Patch, and I just get that look of, like, a dwarf looking at a gnome who's having a human saying, I'm old enough to kick your ass when we're, like, 100 years older than both of them. <laughs> no, she, oh, no. Marina's not a human. She's a gnome. She's a yeah. little oh, gnome. Oh, she is. Okay. All yeah. right. That wasn't made apparent to me, I think. Yeah, 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 actually, I, did, I, I failed to call that out. Yeah. Just got uh, right into it with Truco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mentioned it like the, the gomish, go, gnomish uh, culture. I did ask you if she was a shifter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, sorry, Lorena. I come here to also present you my uh, friends, acquaintances, people that I've been working with, and they're amazingly capable. You should. Uh, you should hear our stories uh, afterwards. Uh, here's Captain Dana um, here presenting his Hey, Lasani. There you go. Sorry. And Torlin. Torlin as well. Uh, just here. Torlin's all right. Yeah. And uh, now, now that I. Yeah, I, I don't know your name. But, but okay, nevertheless, Torlin here. Uh, the Great. clan name it doesn't matter too much out here. It's all freeholders. Uh, we she are. Goes- Mm-hmm. She goes, fine, fine, fine. All right, take the desk. And she waves you all. She goes, you all come back here. Um, and she takes you to a back room behind the desk. It's a bit that's away from the floor. All the goods that she has out. I sit down like I own the place. <laughs> I, uh, I, I look, glance down at Patch a little hesitantly and, uh, and kind of look back at Truco and clear my throat just kind of convey like um don't we have business about hiring Lorena or um, just wait wait just wait you need um to... give me a notice check at this point Dana mm-hmm. may I mention also Lorena Dana here captain of the crowned bell um uh, 
also quite capable ship. That is a five, but you know, smoke him if you got him, and I've got one, so let's Benny that. That's still a five. Five it is. Um, so when you're giving the, the patch the side eye, looking at him, stuff like that, there's um, there's something familiar about him that's like scratching at the back of your mind, but you can't quite place him. Dude. Now, now that the situation is a lot less stressed out and you get a chance to actually really look at him and see him. I'm sorry, do I know you from somewhere? Do, do, do you ever hang out the Silver Eel? Yes. In Port Verge? Wait, is that where I was? I know we talked about this. <laughs> I'm just making no, sure. No, you guys, you guys uh, <laughs> said that you met like in Seer pre-day yeah, of morning. like pre pre-explosion yeah okay. so no it was it was in seer so um why don't you give you give me a smarts roll um, smart patch yeah uh, my notice check from dana should have been smarts but that's okay where is my smarts roll oh just it would that could have oh, made yeah. a difference because my smarts die is larger than my uh Ooh, than my notice ace on the six to eight so her actually calling that out and you getting a chance to look at her in less stressful situations, stuff like that. Uh, you do recognize her um, from, you know, you remember her having served in some, uh, as a house, Denise Blademark, um, years ago when you guys were in Seer, under which circumstances, I don't know. Sure. Um, and I'll, I'll kind of like, look her over for a second but you do recognize the dragon mark that's on her face uh -huh. that's one of the reasons why you didn't recognize her last night is she did not have one sure. last time you saw her um so at that point i'll kind of like rifle around in my bag and pull out like parts for a warforge and i said you still need any repairs what are you talking about i don't i don't have any forged parts do no but isn't that how I helped you in the war, was repairing Warforged. Sovereigns in six, were you Winch's mechanic? I was there. Uh, I'm Daniel Lozani of the of the Denith 85th. Um, my husband, Mizella, was the second in command of that, of that company. I am. I, I remember you. I am sorry for your loss. Thank you. I suffered many as well. I'm, I'm sorry to say, uh, Winch didn't make it, but he always spoke so highly of you. I mean, he. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm. It's. It's. It's good to see you, Patch. There were very few like him. There were. He. Um. He died so that I could get out. Well, I'm glad his sacrifice was not in I'll, vain. I'll. I'll need to. I'll, I'll buy you dinner later. Okay. We can catch up some more. Let's have a beer. Um, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Truco Lorena. Um, uh, please. Uh, oh, please. Well, that, that, that was so lovely. You see, Lorena, we have already acquaintances. I was going to say, while you two were, were chatting, Lorena was actually going to look at you, Truco, and go, she's just a big sigh. Big sigh. She's just like, all right, what are you here for? Lorena, what you take me for? You think that like every time I come here is because I want something from you? Uh, Yes. That, uh, that that offends me. That I feel hurt by your words. <laughs> oh, no, no. Truco's been hanging around with 
Uh, myself a dwarf, and he's been learning that when you're having a meeting, you've got to have some pleasantries, some exchanges. There's got to be tales told, like we've just been hearing from Patch and Dana. Yeah, we'll get exactly. to the business later. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What has been of you, Lorraine? How's the business going? Well enough. Well enough? Okay, that is not good. That is well. Could have... But... Yeah, it's not the... It's, it's not the best. I've... I made some poor business decisions in the past, and she kind of gives you a scowl. Dorland's kind of putting two and two together here. Some of them don't happen to involve that. Uh, what was the name of that, that crew that you mentioned? It's not the ones that we saw out on the shoreline, is it? Uh, yeah, the bloody. Sorry, can you remember the, um, the, the name? The bloody. Bloody blades. The bloody blades. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of recognize one of them, a couple of them, in fact. Um, yeah, those are the bloody Why didn't you say something earlier, Truco? Because I didn't want to alarm you, that's, that's, um, <laughs> oh. they also don't like me, so... See, they... so selfless now. Yeah, exactly, you know? <laughs> see, see? Again, looking at the arena. I'm a, a changed man. So what are you here for? I, I, again... Uh, I, I was asking you, like, you say your business is well enough, or, you know, and I'm not, I'm not coming here with asking things from you and offering you um, an opportunity, a business opportunity, you know? I know you love, you love those, don't you? Uh, it's at this point, she just, she just kind of gives you a long look and then she looks over at you, Dana, and she goes, do you have anything to do with this opportunity? Because I have a feeling it's going to take forever to get it out of him. It's clearly he wants something for me, but he's not coming out with it. Indeed, ma'am. I'm Captain Dana. Um, Truco here thought that you might be interested in, uh, in being my quartermaster. Ah, I see. But I see you've got a business of your own, and, uh... Um... And actually, at this moment, since we are at 9 o'clock, we'll bring the session to a close here at this point uh. to find out, uh, to wait till next week <laughs> to find out more kind of what her response is and, and what's going to happen, rather than uh, getting into got more of the idea. details. We'll, we'll save that for next week. Um, so, uh, with that, thank you everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed tonight's session. And I'm Ellie, as always, bringing you Captain Danny Lazani of the Crown and Bell. And it's Michael with Torlin. And boy, it'd be a shame if something happened to that nice business. What is wrong with you? Let it be an accident. <laughs> But you think I'm implying something? <laughs> the devourer's gotta have his gym, doesn't he? Hey, alright. It, it just takes and takes the devourer. Um, I'm nice to hear playing Truco. Ian on patch, and you know, if you employ me to help you, uh, I might just accidentally do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> and the business, you mean? Uh, and I'm your dungeon master, Philip. Thank you all for listening, and have a good night. Uh,